a minute or two before you enter, before you open the app, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then you enter like a normal person. So instead of being there right when it opens, turning it on, like entering the draw, and then just leaving your phone alone, yeah. I think the app's starting to pick that up as like a almost like a bot. I I tried that um, for which ones came out this week that I tried. It came out on like Wednesday. Uh, the baby blue, the aluminum dunks. No. Red and white dunks. I don't remember which ones I went for. Let me, I'll look. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Russ Bros Fitness Show. What's going on? A little intro today. How about yeah. that? Talking yeah. sneakers. Yeah. Talking about some shoes, if you know. Oh, the AKJO ones. Oh, the Billie Eilish ones? No, oh, they the blue had a blue, storm blue ones. I like those. Yeah, I like that style. I don't know what what's going on with that, if you're on... Yeah, those if you're on video. So you know what the KO stands for? No, knockoff. Oh really? So they came out. Yeah, they came out with that. It's canvas material instead of leather, Hmm. uh, and they were supposed to be a more affordable and kind of a more accessible Jordan. I think that was in like the early 2000s, late 90s. I think that's kind of cool because it'll show. um, I like the canvas toe sneakers because they don't crease. Yeah. Uh, leather ones do crease if you're not a sneaker person if your sneakers crease people make fun of you so to a point yeah it's it's highly debated like i have dunks that yeah. are canvas my off-white dunks are canvas yeah and um i wore them through the airport because they're i don't yeah have to care it's not a special walk you don't have to change the way you walk yeah it's so. weird so um hang on Jim. i'm gonna try something real quick let's try it oh what we got the tension is building. Never mind. I'm trying to. I feel like an echo on my mic. I don't hear it. Really? Yeah. I heard it on the last recording. I just want to make sure I don't do it again. No, we sound good. All right. So, sounds strong. We sound strong. Yeah. Just watched our team do some practice for their competition this weekend. We did. We did. I feel good. Look pretty good. Yeah. I feel. I, I feel it. good about it. Um, I went a lot faster than I thought, and I'm six miles in. Before I even started. That's true. We did go for a run this morning. Um, yeah, it looked good. I'm excited for y'all. I think it will be a good day. I think you're going to have a good time. Um, I think you'll do well. I think it'll be a good competition. It's, it's going to be fun. I haven't competed in two years. Yeah, it creeped up. I didn't. I've been so busy with other stuff. I hadn't even paid much attention that it was coming. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> we, when we signed up for it, it's like, yeah, we'll practice every Sunday. We'll yeah. go through different things, try some things out. We have practiced twice yeah i don't think it's gonna matter they're short quick workouts so just get after it and it'll be fun Excited. yeah we'll probably have some video of that on the instagram oh by the way we have an instagram Ooh. actually we're part of a new podcast coming out yes the dudes of dogtown we're yes. working on um but the instagram page is dudes of dogtown and on there we're gonna there's clips of the show as well as we clips of that show and links to all the fun stuff so go check that out yeah, the words of Pitbull. We're just Mr. Worldwide's <laughs> working on it, working on it. All right, so we got a few topics for discussion we today. Did. We, we planned this. We did. We got to wrap oh. up. We got to wrap up last week. Yes. So last week we discussed professional CrossFit. See, Allergies. I sound like I'm echoing. I don't sound solid. You sound solid right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. I found don't the move. edge yeah. of the mic. I yeah. guess that works. Get in there, Zach. Um. 
So we talked professional CrossFit. We did. And um, so today we were to bring our our proposed solution to the professional CrossFit situation. We were. Yes. So you go ahead and start because I've already angrily voiced my opinion at the end of last week's podcast. Okay. I think that there is a set standard of fitness for you to earn kind of like a pro card. Okay, so we're on the same page with the pro card. Yeah. That not anyone should be able to just enter the realm. Yeah. So, you know, like bodybuilding has the IFBB pro card. You earn your pro card. I don't know how you earn that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like you win a certain amount of competitions. But right. for CrossFit, since we can, we can define fitness we can define what professional fitness would look like as well. You can take that a step further. Right. So your lifts are certain weights, your gymnastics capacity is a certain amount, your aerobic capacity is a certain amount. So should there be a, um, like a... Like a combine? Combine for CrossFit, thank you. I, I wouldn't see why not. Like CrossFit can put on a combine week, and then you can try to earn that card. I think it would be more interesting to have um, like a local competition circuit. So there are some big non-professional CrossFit type competitions. Yeah. There's the HOA. Yeah, the Heart of America. Um, and KO and the OK. Mm-hmm. And those are two I know of. There's the one uh, like Lords of or Gods of Wad Fitness. Gods. Yeah, down in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that there are, are these same type on the East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, North. this is just our region. This is just around here. Um. I would like to see that tour, if you will, mm-hmm. be an opportunity to ah. qualify for okay. it. Yeah. So I don't necessarily want to see a combine because I think that's boring. Yeah. Um, we yeah. See, the whole thing's a combine. It's a sport of fitness. It's true. So if you true. had a, a, a fitness combine to do fitness, mm-hmm. you're just redundant. Yeah. Not innovative. So I would like to see those competitions be like the entry level into Waterpalooza, Granite Games, yeah. West Coast Classic, okay. that type of event. Those events qualify you to the games. Mm-hmm. I like the old sanctional type qualification period. Yeah. I do think in that, the workouts can still be random, but we'd need to test X, Y, and Z at each level. Yeah. So at that first level... At, certain gymnastics movement needs to be tested. Certain bar weight needs to be put on the bar like there needs to be that barrier Mm -hmm. and the next one has a barrier and then the next one has a barrier and people are going to argue that that's what the open does yeah but it doesn't we went all the way to okay so we had bar muscle-ups we had zero rings until the semifinals this year yeah if that's going to be a major part of crossfit you need to see the rings in the quarterfinals at least in the current system okay i'd agree with that um bars didn't get heavy 185 is not a heavy bar no. So, I mean, you the in the open, you had the one lift that was like deadlift, hang clean, and jerk or whatever. Yeah. I kind of like in the top 900 in the world in that event, and I only did yeah. 275. Sorry. Allergies. But that's, I mean, 275 isn't a games level. No, not at all. So, it shouldn't be in the top. It shouldn't be in the realm. It shouldn't have moved me at all mm-hmm. in the ranking. So, I think, I just think that the competition style, also, the Open isn't the same thing as the Games. No. The Games is what, how many workouts over like five days? It's like 15. Right. The Open is one workout a week. 
Yeah. And then you redo it over and over again until you get the score that you yeah. like. How many times did you do 21.1, Zach? Three. I was so frustrated <laughs> by those stupid wall walks. I was willing to do it over and over. I did it twice in the same day. <laughs> I like, remember that. I, it's, I just think that's crazy. Like, it's not the same sport. The Open isn't the games, and the tests are different. Yeah. These local comps are going to be more like the semifinals. They are mm-hmm. more like the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the semifinals only had five workouts. These local comps only have about five workouts. So do the local comp. If you qualify for that next level, then you go to West Coast, you go to Granite Games, you mm-hmm. go to Wadapalooza, and then if you qualify out of that, you go to the games. So we get come, rid of the stupid online qualifiers. So we've agreed, me and you both, that there is a division. There should be a division. They split between regular CrossFit mm-hmm. and professional CrossFit. Let's change the name too. While we're at it. What should we change? I don't know. I'm just being wild now. (coughs) No, I can say CrossFit. But I do think that the fitness side of it and the sports side of it are so different. It's not even close to the same thing. I think the sport of fitness has grown so much that it needs to be its own entity. Yeah, I do like the fact that the game has its own Instagram and its own marketing, mm-hmm. and I, that's fine. And I, I think that the having them connected is good for CrossFit because I do think it brings eyeballs to the fact that this mm-hmm. thing still exists. Yeah, which it gets lost in the eight trillion other types of functional fitness that are out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I just don't like the open. I don't. It was cool ten years ago. Yeah. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's right anymore. I think it was cool ten years ago because you could see an ordinary Joe qualify for the games. You yeah. don't see that anymore. That's, that's you know, it's the same people. Yeah, there's like the the very end of the spectrum. Yeah, like the fortieth guy to qualify. Yeah, he might be different every year, mm-hmm. but the top fifteen guys at the games we'll pretty much are the same fifteen as long as they want to compete. Yeah. So right now, all you're doing is just paying to see your name on a leaderboard. With those other guys. Yeah. That's it. Which I did once and I'll never do again, probably. Who knows? Who knows? Me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know where my money's not going. So, on this subject. So, hold on. Let's put a button on. Excuse me. Games. Put a button on games. So, for you, you just want to see a combine type situation. You just want them to test those skills. Yeah. There is a set list that you can see in at any point in time, or maybe not at any point in time. But once a year, you can hit those numbers, Okay, hit that threshold, and then you can qualify for one of those sanctionals that can get you the games. But if you can't okay. hit that barrier, then try again next year. And you're, you're saying like online, like you just submit video of you doing 40 pull-ups in a row. Like, how does this work? I guess so, yeah. Okay. So I disagree completely. I want no more online qualifiers. This is ridiculous. Why am I not surprised? We're back to doing in-person competitions. So let's just qualify completely in person. Okay. You judge me and I judge you in the open. Yeah. We're brothers. Yeah. How stupid is that? Off, honestly. All right. Next topic. All right. Professional CrossFit is different than regular CrossFit. We should treat it as such. There should be changes. Done. Done. All right. Speaking of other types of fitness. Yeah. So this is fun. I went and inadvertently did like a training camp in Colorado last week. Uh, Yeah. I ended up training really hard for the whole time I was there. So much for a vacation. Yeah. Uh, I actually lost like seven pounds while I was there. (laughs) 
uh, trained really, really hard. Um, average somewhere around the 20 strain a day. The one Here day I, I didn't was the day I traveled. Here I am, proud of my 18.5 today. <laughs> yeah, we, we were getting it. So we did a a event in Colorado, mm-hmm. or a test or a challenge in Colorado called the Manitou Incline. It's in Manitou okay. Springs where Pikes Peak is how you get up. Yeah. One of the entry points to Pikes Peak. That's where the, the train is. Mm-hmm. It is 2,000. Actually, hang on. I think I have a. I do. Oh. I have a sticker that has all the data on ah, it. Ah, okay. Because I forgot. It's a lot. It's crazy. All right. So it's 2,768 stairs. It has an elevation gain of over 2,000 feet. Okay. In less than one mile. It's 8.5 miles. Or 0.85 miles. 0.85. It has a 30 to 68% incline. It is so gnarly. At elevation. Yeah, at elevation. It starts, I mean, Manitou's at 6,400. Yeah. And so I think it starts at like close to seven because you go Mm -hmm. up to the incline to start. I saw the widest range of fitness I've ever seen on that climb. Really? Yeah. So it looked like. I saw fit people, mm-hmm. like I saw some CrossFit looking people, some hikers and stuff, yeah. just get destroyed, like having to stop every ten steps. Oh my! Because they couldn't breathe, they were out completely, oxygen's gone, Jeez. everything. I also saw what I would assume is an ultra runner, at least a seasoned trail runner. There's a little scrawny dude. Smash this thing! He passed me three times. Oh my gosh! Going up and down it. He did it multiple times. Yeah. Up. Down, up, down. Not to mention the down is as scary as it is hard going up. Yeah, because you can't just like turn your legs off. There were people who did. I got a rock in my shoe and I took my shoe off, mm-hmm. set it down, and it was so steep my shoe just started rolling down the hill. Did you have to go get it? Yeah, I had to. Luckily, they have um, like washouts, so oh, they have like yeah. drains on the sides that keep the trail from washing out. Mm-hmm. Not drains, but like. They're, they're just some things. Luckily, one of those caught it. So I only had to go probably 40 steps down to get mm-hmm. my shoe. But it did. I, I literally didn't do anything but just set it down next to me. And it just oh my gosh. rolled down the hill. It's so steep. It's so crazy. I'll try to put a picture on the YouTube. So what did you do? How did you do? I did fine. You and mom. Yeah, we did fine. We got up there. Just chugging along? We weren't racing. It was the fir- literally the first thing we did. Yeah. Like, we landed in the, at night the first night, got some dinner, went to sleep, got up the next morning, and, like, by 7.30, we were climbing this thing. Okay. So, it was literally the first thing we did. Um, yeah, it was it was different. I, I kind of wanted to go back. I didn't. I wanted to go back at the end of the week after I'd been there running and training mm-hmm. to try just to yeah blitz it once. Um, but I didn't. That's a lot. Yeah. That's it's crazy. I, I don't know what the the strain was. Stupid. Like I came off of it. and was like, jeez. I remember mom texting me and said, "Hey, do you know the Netflix password?" And if you know our mother, you would know that her watching Netflix means that she is absolutely dead. It was a sixteen. Actually, it wasn't that bad. I guess. Oh my. But yeah, it was. As far as the strain goes, it was a twenty strain day. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, in the last week I've had like I'm at twenty point five today. Mm-hmm. Um 
I've had two days in the 19.7, 19.8, one day in the 13. <laughs> the rest Goodness. of them have been 20 plus. 13 when you were traveling? Uh, I, I did some weightlifting and then traveling. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. But that was it. Crazy. But yeah, so the maintenance of incline showed me a new level of fitness, or a new kind of fitness. Yeah. I'll say. Because, I mean, it's it's strength, too. It's not just running. Yeah. Because it's you gotta have some sort you of power there. You really don't run. It's more like if you just ran up a building staircase over and over and over again. Blech. For like a mile. Yeah. So, okay. so that one guy was probably doing like a 5K. Mm-hmm. That's 6,000 feet of elevation plus. Jeez. That's a lot. I mean, that's crazy. If you don't understand, if that doesn't compute in your brain, it's like, I don't know. That's kind of like running up Pikes Peak. Mm-hmm. If you're here in Arkansas, it's like running up and down Pinnacle Mountain six times. Is that about right? About, I don't know. It's about a thousand feet. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Pinnacle way easier, by the way. <laughs> so if you're out there, and you, I mean, I'm proud for the people who climb Pinnacle. Yep. Don't get me wrong, yep. but it's not the same thing. Yeah, it takes you going to Colorado month before you start calling it like Pinnacle Hill. Yeah, it's not Can't a mountain, as mountain at all. <laughs> when you see a real mountain, if you've never been there in person, you look up, you're like, jeez. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I was not prepared for this. Yeah, we ran, didn't run. We hiked up. Actually, we did run a little bit because it started raining. <laughs> up the trail that goes to Pikes Peak. <laughs> we got about six miles up it and it started storming. It's kind of crazy. So, like, storms just come. Yeah. Because they sit Daily. on top of the mountain. Daily. And then it's like it decides whether or not it wants to come over and get you. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like. So, like, you can see the storm. Yeah. And it'll be up there for, like, two hours. Uh-huh. And it, one day it didn't come. It just stopped. Yeah. The next day, it decided to come on. Yeah. And so you get wet. Like, it's really, people there don't care at all. Like It's like it's got eyes up there. It's like, who are we going to get today? Yeah. And nobody cares. Like, they're, it's starting to pour down rain. It's dark. It's kind of thundering. Mm-hmm. And there's still people just coming up the trail. They're like, hmm, it might come, it might not. Yeah. Who knows? It'll be gone in 20 minutes anyway. Yeah, yeah we'll, just, we'll, we'll hang out on the trail. It's the craziest thing. Start raining in here and the entire city just shut down. It's like 60 mm-hmm. at the bottom. It's snowing at the top. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You'll no, be climbing no. up. And, like, so we went, I think we ended up going, like, 3,000 feet up, mm-hmm. 4,000 feet up. And it's, it's a 14,000-foot mountain. Yeah. Bikes Peak. We didn't, we clearly didn't go up to the top. Um, but it was like 60, I think, when we started, maybe 50s, high 50s, low 60s. And we got to like 30 degrees on our hike up. Jeez. Because you, it just, like, it's that quick. Like, mm-hmm. the, like every time you turn, turn a switch back, you're like, we might freeze now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, This tank top is not doing it. Yeah. So you, you'll see people. I was laughing at people when we started because they had like hoodies on with their hoodies pulled up and pulled tight. And I was like, oh, you fools. I was in my, my tank top with a running vest. like, mm. And then about halfway up, I was like, hmm, arms are a little cold. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Hoodie Boy is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool. Um, but definitely a different type of fitness involved 100%. in those type, those guys. Um, yeah, my six-minute team workout that we've been doing doesn't prepare you for something like that. No, it's so different. Um I've been around ultra runners too. I've been mm-hmm. around marathoners. I've been around people who can run a long way. Um, Ironman people like that. I don't even think that they are prepared for that. Like I think that it takes someone who literally runs in the mountains mm-hmm. to run in the mountains. I think so too. It's so different than anywhere else. I can't like I did do a lot of running in the mountains while I was there, and um, there was one 
it was a, a, a trail I took off. We were, I ran on it every day. Um, but to start the trail, you ran two miles uphill. Jeez. That was, I mean, that was just the start. It, and it was, I mean, it wasn't crazy. I think it was like a thousand feet in that first two, two miles. Mm-hmm. But you just run straight up and you get to the top and you feel like you've been running for hours. Yeah. Like your legs are just gone. You're out mm-hmm. of oxygen. It's the most, it's the craziest feeling ever. And then you start the run. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Like you get, you're two miles away from the car at that point. You're mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods and it's, I mean, you're just go. Like mm-hmm. you turn right and who knows what's around the corner. Jeez. Yeah. It's a different thing. I would love to go back and do some of the racing there mm-hmm. and try some of it. I think, I mean, it, it's so hard for us to go from here to there to race because we're so far below. Oh, yeah. You have to take five days at mm-hmm. least because you have to go up and you have to run mm-hmm. in it and get your lungs ready to even survive it. Yeah. If you just hop off the plane, could you finish it? Probably. Probably. There is like there's the trick where you can, if you go straight from the plane and then do the event, like altitude sickness doesn't set in. There's some trick like that. I don't. I've never tried. It's never even plan on trying, to be crossed honestly. my mind to try any of these. No. I think there's a way people who do these regularly from mm-hmm. that go in. I think that you can like get off and go, and it doesn't hit you the same way yeah. as it does if you settle in for a day or two. By the last day I was there, I was running pretty normal. Like it was, mm-hmm. I, mean, I was there for five or six days, and the last day I ran good paces, like back down to the sevens and eights. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It's crazy. It's, I, it's something I would definitely like to try is going up there and doing some of that. They're just built different up there. That's something else. All right. So, you read an interesting article today. We're switching gears completely. All right. Let's do it. Uh, you read an You were reading an article to me while we were driving over here today mm-hmm. about Brady. About Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yes. About how he was almost cut yes. from the Patriots and was kept yep. as a fourth round our fourth, fourth string, string quarterback yeah so tom brady widely considered almost universally accepted i think he's now considered the best ever yeah right yeah. i think everybody i've seen today because tonight's a big night for him he's going to pass the passing record at his old, at his team. old team yeah so he 100 is the greatest quarterback of all time in the nfl yeah if not the greatest nfl player of all time okay that's player the one that can be debated. A- player not athlete yes Football player, not football athlete. Correct. Okay. But, yeah, in 2000, there was an interview with Bill Belichick, his coach for 20 years. He said when we drafted him, yeah, we kept him on at uh, the fourth string, which is really, he said, it's really a throwaway spot because he wasn't going to do anything mm-hmm. on the field. But we saw we saw he had some potential. So we kept him on to see if he could get to that point or not. But, yeah, this man has won seven Super Bowls. More than any other franchise yeah. in the NFL. So I think this is a crazy point. And my point for this, what I thought was interesting, was, okay, so we know Brady because mm-hmm. he's been around forever. He made it. Yeah. They, they did keep him. They did. How many players could have been the best at a different position that are not on a roster? I, I think it's astronomical. Because think about the – I mean, we have a brother who plays college football. Mm-hmm. And he's a freak athlete. Yes, 100%. He's – I love him, but he's not NFL freak yet. No. But that that's the key word there. Yeah. Yeah. But think about all the NFL freaks that get drafted. And by the way, we talk fitness like it's the best fit people on earth. It's mm. not even close. No. 
the best CrossFit athlete on earth is getting smashed by the best running back probably. Oh my goodness, yeah. If you teach him how to do a muscle up, game. He wins. Game. He wins. Yeah. He's going to do everything else better. I, I knew that there was a difference when Drew, our brother, came down and he trained during mm-hmm. the pandemic here. And uh, he was just casually lifting and he just casually strict pressed 275 pounds over his head it's huh yeah watching football players do weightlifting stuff is so ridiculous the terrible form it'll just like destroy bars yeah but it it's just it's unreal yeah it's unreal on the flip side i brought up another part said how many athletes like that instead of not being or being cut that didn't get a chance to live up to potential how many of them had those really high expectations and were thrown to the fire too early and didn't get a chance to build up to it. Yeah. Because you're seeing it right now in Chicago. So I think I'm going to take it one step further and I'm going to include, look at the college athletes Mm -hmm. that we're seeing. The NIL this year changed sport, period. Yes. Like completely changed Mm -hmm. sport. If you don't know what the NIL is, it now allows for amateur athletes to profit off of their likeness. Yeah, name, image, and likeness. So if they sign an autograph, they can charge twenty bucks for it and pocket twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Before that would have avoided your amateur status, you'd have been kicked off your team. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, all sorts of things. That's changed now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've seen a couple of things. So we're Oklahoma fans. Yes. We have a quarterback who was super highly touted starting the year. Yes. Not played super great. No. Played okay last week, but hasn't been super yeah. great. He's a millionaire. And has been gifted like a hundred something thousand dollars worth of cars, mm-hmm. like just ridiculous. He's younger than me. He's twenty years old. Yeah, twenty. I think that people get. This is why people have always liked college, especially in the South. I know in the North and other places, pro football is huge. But mm-hmm. one of the reasons why everybody likes college sports so much in the South is that. For the longest time, the players played because they wanted to play the sport. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go pro. So yeah. their effort level was different. Yeah. Now you have a 20-year-old who is worth a million dollars for playing a game. Yep. And he was gifted cars and all this other stuff. He's no longer playing just because he loves to play quarterback. No. He's playing because... He has a million dollars. Yeah. He's playing because these people want to give him cars. Mm-hmm. He's a pro. I mean, yeah. But I think the difference is whenever you are in college, there's 120 plus Division One college football teams. Mm-hmm. That means there's 120 quarterbacks. Yep. It means there's 400 and something receivers. Like mm-hmm. the numbers are massive in college. Mm-hmm. There's so many positions. So we do get lesser play. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, there's what, 40 teams? 32. 32 teams. See, I'm not even, I don't really do pro football. Yeah. Um, there's 32 teams. There's 32 quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And they're the best 32 quarterbacks in the world. In theory. Unless one of them got cut because they were a fourth-string quarterback that we were discussing. Yes. but Or unless they were highly touted. That, this is true, fire. too. This is true, too. I would still probably venture to bet that those 32 quarterbacks are the 32 best options for their team that they know of. Mm-hmm. So even if they're thrown to the fire too quick. I don't think Trevor Lawrence was thrown to the fire too quick. I don't no. want to get in the weeds because we're a fitness show. Yeah. but That team just sucks. Yeah, that's just a bad team. And that happens in pro football too. 
Dang it. We lost the video again. It's either one or the other. It is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that just totally blew my train of thought. But 32 best quarterbacks. 32 best quarterbacks. I just I don't think that it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that there's probably athletes who, at their position, got cut that would have been the best. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, and I do think that there's some players who do make teams mm-hmm. in professional sports that shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, they're popular and they do, or they did yeah. something good and they make it. I mean, we've seen Jamarcus Russell. We've seen lots of quarterbacks go to the NFL and then just flop. Just lay an egg. And never do anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I understand. I do think it's interesting. It's an interesting just thought experiment, if nothing else, that yeah. – how many players are out there that are missing that mm-hmm. should be on a team right now? Yeah, that could be, you know, potential Hall of Famers. Yeah, or the best, or the best at their at position all time. of all time. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. All right, well, I got another topic for you. All right, it's along the same lines here. Okay. All right. So, in our world mm-hmm. of fitness, there is n- really no such thing as amateur. We don't really have amateur and pro. Kind of mm-hmm. to circle back to our pro talk on the first front yeah. end of this, and then through um sport we you can make money as a nine-year-old if you do something cool and someone wants to sponsor you yep there's no stopping you like there's not an amateur status Mm -hmm. associated with our sports strength and crossfit they're they're all the same Mm -hmm. i assume i don't i assume the teenagers can get paid too yeah they, they do okay um this has become up again with the NIL. There's now high school kids who are leaving high school yep. to go Same play move. pro basketball uh-huh. and other pro sports. Yep. So for us, it's I don't know. Like I I, I like it mm-hmm. in the fact that if you're the basketball is a weird sport too. So unlike strength in weightlifting, there's a there's a time period. We do see freaks. We see the kid who can snatch 300 pounds at 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the exception, not the rule. Correct. In basketball, we do see 16-year-olds who can play ball. 100%. Like, didn't Kobe like, play in Spain when he was like 14 or something like that? Or is that a he, rumor? He lived in Italy until really? he was like 16. But he... I don't know if he played professionally or he practiced with professional yeah. teams, things like that. Because his dad played professional out there. Soccer is a great example. As a fantastic example. They, they start getting paid at like nine years old. Mm-hmm. Those kids can be the breadwinner for their family at like seven, eight, nine years old mm-hmm. and make more money than their parents have ever made in their entire life playing soccer. Yeah. What did Messi sign with Barcelona when he was like 14 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Well, a lot of those big clubs have like youth teams but yeah. they still get paid yeah a lot yeah like big money especially I mean, when we think about soccer i think we think of it in america we understand soccer ish yeah but we don't really understand soccer we don't understand the magnitude of soccer yeah, how worldwide. big it is everywhere else yeah. yeah like when a player moves in pro soccer it's like world news yes like when messi went to psg this year yeah they shut paris down multiple occasions they, they sh- like Reserve the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, like on multiple occasions. Whenever he went there, mm-hmm. it was a humongous deal. Yeah. If we get a soccer player traded, like when Beckham came to America, mm-hmm. I don't think people realize they gave him like half the team. Mm-hmm. Like he owned like half the team now. Yeah. Just to get him to come over here. Mm-hmm. Like it's so 
not a thing here. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Money is interesting in mm-hmm. sports. And it's becoming even more of a thing because of the NIL deals, because yep. of social media, because of really we're seeing the deterioration of amateur athletics. Yeah. I mean, going back to the basketball, you can potentially leave high school without graduating. Yeah. And sign a big deal. And it's potentially life changing money for you, your family, okay, your extended family. Okay, if you look at some of these situations, you can't fault any of these players for doing something like that. Yeah. No. And it's so, not even that all these guys need it. No. But all right. If I'm 20, mm-hmm. if I'm Rattler, if I'm 20, and someone's going to give me a million dollars, yep. I can do a lot with a million dollars to make me money for a lifetime. 100%. 100%. One of my favorite memes to like see if I'm on social media it's like the guy comes up and on top of his little head it says baseball player and it says welcome to university tuition is $45,000 he said but I can throw this white ball really fast so come on in for free yeah right that's funny we'll pay you yeah and then now he can go sign autographs at the local Ford dealership mm-hmm. and make even more money yeah potentially you'd, it's going to be weird 5-10 years down the line when that's all kids know and they didn't realize like that could ruin you if you did it in the early 2000s with the Reggie Bushes with yeah the Rhett Bomars for all you OU yeah, fans for all you guys. yeah it's weird I don't know like I still I still am in sports like I play disc golf mm-hmm. I run I do these things that still have an amateur versus pro yeah. side um, that line is really blurry now well even on, in these worlds in those sports the line's gone. The prize is different. So, like, if I'm in a tournament playing golf, Mm -hmm. the pros are still playing against me. They can cause me to lose, Mm -hmm. but they don't win anything. They can't win. Mm -hmm. They can cause me to lose, but they can't win. Mm -hmm. Same in running. Like, their pros, Spartan had an issue with this because they had a couple of pros retire you can't really retire from ocr there's not enough money to retire from ocr mm-hmm. like it's a lifestyle you just either want to do it or you, you don't go do something else yeah but they had a couple of the pros retire and start running age group mm. he ran in the world championship 12 mm. months ago and now he's towing the line against people like me yeah just because he turned 36 it doesn't make a lot of sense he's still a pro runner he's still a professional athlete when it comes down to it so i don't know and like i said we're in a weird spot because the sports that we talk about and we pay attention to daily Mm -hmm. don't really have amateur athletics i mean they're Mm -mm. they're independent companies that own these things or the olympic committees that have rules on money and stuff but olympians in weightlifting i know they make money off of sponsorships Mm mm-hmm so that's how they get to the Olympics. They have people pay their way and pay for them to live and pay for their shoes and shirts and mm-hmm. food and everything else. So, I don't know. It's weird to me. The, these next couple of years are going to be really interesting. I think you're going to see uh, you're going to see some kids make a lot of money and not live up to any expectations at all. For sure. Um, like take the Clemson quarterback right now. Uh, I don't. I think you pronounce his last name Ui Ungalule. Oh, but okay. uh, he signed a huge deal with Dr. Pepper. Like he's in all the major college football commercials. My guy sucks. Yeah. 
Like, they're not good. So now all these companies, all these sponsorships, the potential life-changing money you see, they might hold off a little bit. I think, um, yeah, this year was interesting. It was kind of a race to see who was going to make the most money and yeah. who was going to pay first. Yeah. Um, you just like open it up and everybody comes to you. That is one thing about weightlifting and CrossFit that is better in mm-hmm. our system without amateur rankings mm-hmm. is it's performance-based completely. 100%. So you either perform on the platform, the competition floor, or you perform on social media. Mm-hmm. You perform with your presence, with who you are mm-hmm. and your personality. But either way, you better perform. Yeah. Or people are just aren't going to pay so, you. Yeah, they'll just yank that if contract. No one, like Matt Frazier, not the most interesting person to pay attention to. Not at all. Like, I think he's a cool guy, and mm-hmm. I love his podcast. I love when I hear him actually give us something, mm-hmm. but he doesn't give a whole lot. He has his YouTube channel now, so we see more of him. Yeah. But he had millions of followers and a Nike contract and all kinds of deals because he was the best CrossFitter. Yeah, not because he had the most interesting social media. Now let's look at uh, Ben Smith's little brother. Alec. Alec Smith. Yep. He's the opposite. Correct. He is personable. Uh-huh. on social media he's likable and he's interesting and so he gets paid because he's a great personality in the sport of crossfit not as much even though there's no reason why he's not the fittest person ever because his gymnastics is stupid and his weightlifting is absurd as well yeah there's some i don't know i'm, I don't not, know a, I'm not a coach i don't i'm not no. his coach so i don't see him every day i am a coach but yeah, i don't are. see his him every day so I don't understand why he doesn't perform better, but as far as this conversation goes, he's going to make his money because of who he is. Mm-hmm. Matt Fraser made his money because of what he, does. What he did. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Josh Bridges, kind of both. Yeah, he is a good athlete. He didn't win, but he performed well. He was consistently at the top. Yeah, but his personality, the way he handles himself, he's fun. Like I mm-hmm. like listening to him i like watching stuff with josh bridges because he is so kind of free and fun mm-hmm. um but yeah it's that's that's our world that's our sports mm-hmm. if you're good or if you talk good you can get paid yeah so i i think you'll start to see more of that in these major sports i think you'll see some like maybe some smaller endorsements some smaller sponsorships things like that kind of like the ambassador whenever, model yeah like, okay, here's here's the best example I can think of. The guy that wins the national championship of football, is he going to say, I'm going to Disney World whenever he holds up and takes that trophy? Oh, that's interesting. What does Disney pay? That? It's something crazy, it's right? Wi- yeah, it's wild. But are they going to do that for college athletics now? Why not? Why not? I, the eyeballs on the college national championship are crazy, too. Are you just going to have a list of or a line of representatives? Like, as you walk off with your national championship trophy, you're just, like, signing contracts? Well, they all have agents. Yeah. Like all the premier, I'm mm-hmm. sure, all the premier athletes in college have agents now. That was part of the deal, too, I think, that they could all sign. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure, yeah, their agents work in some back deal. Yeah. It may not be I'm going to Disney World, or maybe I'm going to Branson. Yeah. I don't know. Arkansas feels pretty good about themselves this year. I'm yeah. sure their quarterback will go going somewhere. Going to Magic Springs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I'm going to Walmart for dinner. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I. I've never really liked amateur athletics. I think it's kind of crazy because if you perform well. Mm. You should be able to afford your jersey at the bookstore. Yeah. Even if you're not in football or one of the major 
for whatever how many ever major sports we have now but like if you lift heavy you should get paid yeah. if someone wants to pay you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your division is. Mm-hmm. If you're the best at something, you deserve you, to be paid for it. You should be paid for it. You yeah. should be able to make money off of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. I think it's interesting. And, you know, we know college sports around here because it's such a popular thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody around here shuts down whenever football comes on on Saturday. It's kind of crazy. Absolutely. But, yeah, if you want to get something done in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. You better do it before noon. Hey, you, you never know. I might be sponsored at the end of this competition next week. <laughs> I think that's a far cry. I mean, I don't know who's going to sponsor you, Mom. Maybe. <laughs> Somebody might pay my, for my dinner. That's a sponsorship. Yeah, sponsored by my mother. <laughs> dinner provided by. <laughs> I just have a, a list of people to thank whenever I get yeah, up there. Do you remember those uh, the old PBS commercials you had to watch when you were a kid? It's like this program is funded sponsored by. by. <laughs> And it would just be like Gerber Baby would pop up or something. <laughs> All right. Next week, we'll have a competition breakdown. Yeah, we'll have an update. We'll talk more fitness, talk more news. We'll probably talk way less about other sports. Probably. <laughs> we yeah. kind of That was kind of the mindset today. We're going we're gonna to rein it in. Yeah. You. We have an, a whoop update. Ooh, we might have a whoop update. Whoop, 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 whoop. Get excited. All right. See you guys. See you.